This is Goblin Boom Boom Juice. I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Hello, welcome to Roast Mortem. It's the official show of being official. My name is Tom. I'm official Travis. I'm your very official Cody for this evening. Mike fell off a cliff. He's not here tonight. How you guys doing? Good. I'm doing all right. How about you guys? Cody, tell me about your life. How you doing? God, I've been pooping weird all week, and I don't like it. It's not like satisfying poop. I've, I've been... I told Tom this. I don't know if you heard uh, before we were rowing, but I'm doing like these shitty 23 hour fasts and like they make me poop. They, 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 they give me like the sudden poops. Like I'll be walking thinking everything's fine. Then I take a step and it's just like, whoa, is, uh, you know, the lower intestines of my body suddenly quicksand. I need a bathroom. This no, is a, you're just this making a- fucking you're making fucking kimchi. This is a fantastic way to drive away new listeners to the show. I love it. I know. Just I going, tried it. Oh, what is this history? Scale. Hey, you know, it's a historical fact that everyone poops. It's true. I'm well, not, you know, that's fine. Uh, I'm sorry you're dealing with that, Cody, but, you know, eventually you won't have to fast. You'll be able to slow like Sonic. Yeah. Did you guys get that like gif I posted suddenly? What? There's like a gif I posted on like the Twitter TL that was just like, gotta go fast. And I said, I'm starving. And like, nobody got that joke. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, it was just Sanic, dude. I love Sanic. It was Tom, a good gif. So I how, fast, how fast was your week? Oh, dude, I'm all weekend out. Professional hangover. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah big day. So I had my engagement party Saturday. It was uh, ridiculous. A lot of people throwing up. A lot of people just so happy about our union that they got a party. I was one of those people. I probably yeah, ate okay. three cigars worth of tobacco. And now I'm here. Man, I wish I could really celebrate with you guys and just vomit all over your fiance and you. And hey, hey, shower, hey. You in, hey. shower you in love. Oh, thanks. Well, that was it. You know, I I know I had a good time. I'm going to have to refer to the pictures taken to remember things, but I know it was good. I had a hat on and everyone knew my name, so nothing's wrong. Travis, how was your weekend? Yeah. Well, all right. So I took a little trip out to Eastern Oregon and I went to my first rodeo. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, What did they think of you? Very out of place. My car had New York plates on it. Which, of course. Uh, yeah. You know, luckily my window didn't get broken. But you the best the... thing about it is, you know, it's very patriotic. And, you know, they had everyone all right. If you, if you or a loved one have served in this military branch and they had these girls, you know, fly in the military branch flag out into the rodeo, please stand. And, of course, the first one they bring out is Space Force. All right. <sighs> now... I agree with that ordering because if you do like the Marines and like 12 people stand up and then you do, you know, knock off Captain Kirk, 
no one's going to stand up. So you have to start with like the minimalist. I feel no one who's in space force, like six guys. And they're probably all named Ned. They're in a polyamorous, amorous relationship with themselves in Kazakhstan of all places. I believe that they're stationed in the Middle East, which is what we need more of as we've been removed recently. I don't know if you've heard, but um, the rodeo is now back home. Yeah. So, yeah, I was very out of place. I enjoyed my time out in uh, a very conservative eastern Oregon. Um, Saw some gold mining towns, stayed in an old hotel. It was fucking sick. Uh, Super 8s are pretty old. Most what? Most Super 8s are very old. <laughs> no, I stayed I, in one of those. It was weird. Not good. Yeah, Super 8s are a way to get aged lice and bed mites. Their water pressure is so bad. It's like I could outdo this if you gave me like two monsters and 60 minutes. Yeah. I could like out like pee like whatever their fucking like shower head is doing because that was that was sad. Yeah, they don't have clear pipes, and the Wi-Fi claims are absolutely ridiculous. But uh, I'm glad you made it back to uh, your liberal haven of Oregon, where civilization homeless people yeah. are growing like daisies. Yeah, you know. It's nice to be amongst <laughs> the common folk. Yeah, no, it's not about fascism. Uh, Cody, who's on the chopping block? Oh, hey, hey, hey. We're doing a guy I really like. I like this guy. I How like him mean? a lot. He's Johann Conrad Dippel. And ooh, just that name already is great. Have we done any other Johans? Hmm. No Bach oh. yet. See, but uh, I'm focusing in on the last name, Dippel, dog. Dippel, He's like a like little that? baby Dippel. I don't know what that is, but I imagine it's like a booger, but it looks like a seal baby. It's like, like a Dippel. Dip- well, like that's what dots. Yeah, Dip and Dots are just little like uh, cow boogers. Yeah. They take well, this the is the German version of the cow booger nice. tonight, boys. Okay. All right. Well, he's got a great name. Probably would invite him to my birthday party. All but right. Does he shave his legs? I don't know. He must have, like, at least had that thought at one point, being like a German man of the 1600s. Right. It's like, oh, it's getting pretty bad down there. It might start, like, a friction fire eventually against my, like, burlap cloak. Eh. It's Wait another week, see what happens. Against his hose. His hose. So this guy is the, I'm going to say it, partial inspiration of Mary Shelley's Dr. Frankenstein. Um, now, okay, this could be fun. I'm imagining a lot of shovels beating yep, animals shovel. and stuff. Oh, All right, cool. Okay, yeah, we'll get to it. We got, we got cadaver experiments. We got uh, fucking uh, Dipple's Oil. Little brew he did up Ooh. all by himself and soul transference tonight, guys. Oh. Um, so I just want to put it out there. I feel like we've explained this before, but Frankenstein is not the monster. We don't have to explain that. Firstly, we we're, not, we're not that kind of podcast. There's so many levels to that, Travis. Like, in my heart of hearts, I believe Dr. Frankenstein is the real monster, okay, which makes right. that like, which makes that claim like valid. You know what I mean? Like but Frankenstein not, is the monster. He's not the big guy with a square head, and he's not the reanimated neck. corpse that, yeah. like, you know, tightens his uh, neck testicles every I, so often. I think that the real monster is Boris Karloff's monster penis. Okay, uh, yeah, that was big. I heard that was big. He did not shy away. So he was partial circumcised. 
I'm going to say partial fucking inspiration because there was one other Italian guy named Giovanni Aldini who managed to like, you know, hook starter clamps up to frogs and get them to do silly things when they're dead. So we got the electricity Frankenstein inspiration. Our guys like the chemical body like Frankenstein like inspiration. Gotcha. And there are some people out there that claims like, oh, Mary Shelley, like the entire narrative of Mary Shelley came to her in a dream as she stated. Well, it's just like, I'm going to call bullshit on that because she was in, she took a trip on the Rhine while pregnant and she must have passed Castle Frankenstein <laughs> in doing so. And being a pregnant lady, she may have been offered some of Dipple's oil, aka the, our, our guy tonight. So like, I don't think Mary Shelley is being truthful when she's like, Frankenstein came to me in a dream. It's just like, eh. Okay. That's, so. Um, I'm in. I love so I, disproven women's achievements. That's one of yes. my favorite pastimes. So I feel like a lot of scientists and artists do the same thing, right? It came to me in a dream. Yeah, but and they apparently- hire like 12 guys for like their R&D like, you know, sector. Just yeah, like, and I mean, it even, it even happens to the greats. I mean, look at Saliva's click, click, pull. That came to, what's his name, in a dream. I don't know that what? guy's name. I don't even know click, that song. Click, pull. I, this is. I'm sorry for the lack of enthusiasm for that joke. I just don't know it. I don't follow up. I'm not cultured. Uh, well, you know, What's new metal's been coming back. Good. Just for background, our guy tonight is a honest to goodness period alchemist. Alchemist, 1600s Germany in Frankenstein Castle, mind you. That's where he was born. So, like, we can already see like some of like the fucking similarities. And just so you know, like towards the end of his life, he goes against the church. So, like, all these silly rumors start taking place of, like, his chronology. Just like, oh, he he did that with two dead guys and a lot of lube, did he? So, like, oh. as soon as he starts being, like, anti-papal, like, the church starts, the church starts sowing, like, its fucking rumors to the townsfolk. And you can probably guess some of them, but we'll, I'll take you there on the slow ride. Gotcha. So. Johann Conrad Dippel, born the 10th of August, 1673, in the honest-to-goodness Castle Frankenstein, overlooking the city of Darmstadt of Germany. So it is a real place. Mary Shelley was next to it and used its name and likeness for her book. What a bitch. What a bitch. Like, getting fucking inspiration from the real world. How dare she? Yeah, right? Yeah, I'm gonna make a fucking horror movie about Target. I was there yesterday. Did you know that the movie Space Jam is actually based on a real guy. No. Michael Jordan. The new they, one? The Michael what? Jordan they had in that movie was actually based on a Michael Jordan who <gasps> played basketball and then baseball at the end of the movie. Yeah, but the one in the movie was voiced by Mel Blanc, right. so don't think he sounds like that in real life is what I'm trying to say. I hate when Michael Jordan ripped off that LeBron James movie that's coming out soon. <laughs> don't say that. Don't. Uh, Johan, our boy Johan, was born into minor nobility, not royalty. It was He was an offshoot of a baronetcy, I believe. And that's not blood related to like whatever emperor or king is in the big chair. That's just, you did the big guy a favor and he owes you one. Right. So like, you get it. You're, you're an offshoot of baronetcy. You, you don't have, you're not related to the big cheese, but the big cheese recognize essentially. Uh, Johann's father was a third generation clergyman, so everyone just assumed our boy tonight would just follow in daddy's footsteps because, uh, you know, duck, 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 goose. It's uh, the past. That's how things worked the in past. the past. You were just a copy yeah. of your dad, 
and uh, you tried having your, you know, you tried finding a wife and making yourself again. It was fucking weird. Yeah, it's like peasant, 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 knight, peasant, 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 monk, peasant, peasant, peasant. Or or you like surf the monk or night trains if you're successful in those ventures. So he was uh, given the old theo- theology homeschooling from an early age, just thinking he'd be, you know, daddy's, uh, you know, disciple. Um, he went to the University of Gießen, so it wasn't all homeschooling. And from there, he opened up his palate, including uh, theology, philosophy, and that sweet, sweet alchemy. Oh, uh, yeah. Just Make for the gold. people that are... Yeah, there you go. For the people that are uninitiated. What are, the, what are them pesky alchemists always trying to do, Tom? They're only trying to make gold. They're greedy, and I want to be one. Now, I will say this. He went to a place called Gießen. Is this a... Gießen. Is this a... Gießen? Pa- uh, is it a past tense version of multiple geese? <laughs> got Gießen. Yes, the university that has been goosed many a times. Ah, uh, got Gießen. Uh, got my degree uh, from... Hey, uh, I got a question for you guys. All right, so... Uh, if you had two, you could do two things. First, you could turn one object into gold. What would it be? And second, if you could turn one object into a hard-boiled egg, what would it be? Um, first one. Uh, That's for, tricky. For fun, like, to, to, for fun, and to make everyone on Long Island jealous, I would turn my Jeep Wrangler gold, and I would turn a soft-boiled egg into a hard-boiled egg. You'd get like no miles to the gallon. I would just be a, a piece that people look and they go, "Whoa, look at the lift on this shit." Because it's just a pissing contest around here, apparently, that I got involved in because I wanted to go off-roading. That guy probably orders two dozen bagels at the bagel shop. Whoa. Uh, Cody, do you care to answer that? I'm going to say, I'll be very specific. I would like to turn exactly one quarter of my wardrobe into gold threaded stuff. So like, yeah, two pairs of boxers and a t-shirt. I would like to change into like, gold-threaded stuff just to be fancy. You know what okay. I mean? I feel like it would do wonders for me if I, like, take a lady home and then, like, my uh, like my shorts come off, my basketball shorts come off, and it's just like, wow, he's wearing gold boxers. I feel like that'd have an effect. Yeah, Question, co- how did you bring a woman home with basketball shorts on? And You'd be surprised. Hawaii's a backwards, backwards place, my friend. As long as you're wearing shoes, you're in the running. You don't wear shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but Cody, wouldn't it be more badass if you pulled your boxers down and your pubes were gold? I here's the reason I said only like a quarter of my like fucking like wardrobe because shit's heavy shit's heavy and is always trying to be stolen I don't need like thieves making passes at my like fucking like bird's nest you know what I mean hmm it's too much of a hassle well I mean that's one way of staying single um let's continue we didn't even answer the egg question oh yeah do you like eggs no all right so do you care no Okay. I was interested to see what Travis had in the pocket, though. Good. I'd probably turn um, I'd turn all the liquid in the world into gold so everyone died. That would be catastrophic immediately for everything. Don't worry. We'd have gold oceans. And then I'd I probably feel like our planet turn, would spin into the sun. Then I'd probably turn all the gold into hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's a chicken and the egg, but with Travis, yeah. it's just you changing an egg into gold and back again. You'd be a great alchemist. Yeah. You know what I mean? This Uh, is rough. Um, This is a thing. Yeah. Well, let's continue. Yeah. Uh, Quick addendum to what Tom said. Tom said, these guys were all about making the gold. Uh, 
They were all about making the gold and making some kind of uh, Europe syrup that would make you live forever, too. Oh, right. So it's a two-part. You got eternal life, and you got... It, it's essentially like the, the German version of opening up like a video game's cheat code panel, like infinite HP on, maximum cash, go. That's what alchemists were always trying to do. Live forever, buy stuff. And then the Scottish forever. developed Grand Theft Auto, and now we don't think about that shit anymore. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto and Iron Brew. It's obsolete, yeah. Mm. So at school, he's getting his toes dipped into the lake that is alchemy. And just so you know, for this time, alchemy's kind of cool. When you're when you're when you're going crazy and reaching for like the the philosopher's stone and the elixir vitae and like the the transmutation of gold, you start getting into a weird place because that's alchemy. But like the building blocks, like alchemy 101 is a synonym for just chemistry 101. You're making phosphorus go, and you're seeing like what crackles and fire and what burns. So like the basic stuff is kind of all right. It sits okay with people. It's just like, oh, you're understanding how God, you know, does some of his tricks, and it jives with the church. Our boy is the guy that makes alchemy not friendly with the church. So get ready to see that change over the course of this episode. Cool. So, uh, I mean, as I said, uh, alchemy is yeah. just chemistry with cooler names. You know, like like Mercury's Quicksilver. Yeah. Quicksilver. And you're like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you're He's using Eye of Newt, like dragon nuts, and like you're just trying to fucking make like wood come. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's, it's just you're getting stuff to do what it's not supposed to do, and ultimately, it was believed if you keep doing that, you'll get something that turns you into an immortal or turns lead into gold or gives everyone AIDS. It's kind of that a toss. Too. Yeah. You know, it's it's a, it's a crapshoot. Yeah. It's a, it's a crapshoot. Stay away from that uh, one. So by 1693, he graduates and uh, he's got, you know, the scholastic career of alchemy, theology and uh, philosophy in the bag. He writes a bunch of things uh, under the pen name Christianus Democritus. So like I'm a democratic Christian and he writes um, a bunch of things. The, 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 the other Johann Gutenberg who made the printing press has already done his magic. So like we're in print Germany right now, so everyone's trying to get their papers printed. Uh, his early papers are not incendiary. They're just like, oh yeah, that that can, you know, it's a simplification of the texts and prior teachings. So he's kind of playing nice with the church at this point. So, like, so, I feel like printing back then at that period is like 90s mixtapes. Like, they just, they're not sure what they're printing, because like, I don't know, they're just weird. And like, it's all like bootleg hearsay shit, like recorded off the radio, like that type of stuff. It's kind, kind of like the opposite what? of that. It's it's actually the total opposite of that, Travis, because you needed money to use these devices and you would contract and get get writers and people to put your shit together. I mean, sometimes it was or it was closer would... to Washington Post and Jeff Bezos. Uh, OK. Or you needed like your local holy man's okay to run or to print something. Yeah, and he's like, talking about turning hard-boiled eggs in the water. No, he's telling you how to be a good Christian and how to follow like yeah. the dogma of the church. Yeah, you know that the hard-boiled egg is the nuts of Christ in the Eucharist. Do you think they had funnies in these papers? I don't know. I would I would love to just like ruin like, you know, a 14th century like Johann like first edition print by just like putting the silly putty <laughs> like directly onto the parchment and peeling it off and be like, eh, look at it. That's gold um, leafing, sir. You're just <laughs> stealing. 
<laughs> Tasted great. Um, by 1702, uh, his writings kind of go astray from like what the church calls, you know, copacetic or acceptable. Seventeen oh two, he gets into a pissing match with his local preacher. The preacher needed to give him, as I said, the aforementioned approval to run one of his papers on, you know, the printing press. Unfortunately, the paper's name was the Scourging Papacy of the Protestants. So he, he kind of like did a muckraking incendiary paper against the Pope and was kind of asking the local holy man, he's like, is it okay if I use the printing press to make a bunch of these pamphlets up? You don't have and to read it, but here's the gist. Yeah, here's a, just give me the okay real quick. I know you're a busy man. Here's just, Rust V1. It's just telling you how to make a nice pear tart, okay? That's all it is. Nothing that uh, mm. would at all criticize our Lord and Savior. So the preacher sees this. He reads it. He's not stupid. He's like, dude, no, I can't. This is against the church. I can't have you using like my press for this. There's no taught and. Me, yeah. Johann immediately retorted that the preacher was crooked, crooked, and in the pockets of fascism. It's like, oh, the authority have you in their pockets. And at this time, the authority is pretty much the church. So Johann is being a huge idiot, claiming that the holy man is religious at the yeah. at this point. He's like, hey, you're religious. You don't like you don't like this. You're sticking it to the small guy. Yeah. Stick it to the man, Joe Biden. I thought you were one of the one of us. Yeah, thought you were a Joe the plumber, but you're a Joe the president. Do you mean that this dried out piece of celery has become the man that he so much protested? Yes. So, the townsfolk. He's still in Castle Frankenstein at this point. The townsfolk and the church are like, this guy is a little fast and loose. So they like start like you know giving him the stink eye and just paying careful attention to what he's doing, which is where we have some of these great accounts. Um, I mean, but that's not super out of the ordinary at that time no. period in Germany. I mean, no. this is Ostracism. after Martin Luther, the butt, the hemorrhoid scratcher. Like, there were Protestants floating around, and I'm sure the church is still going after him. But, like, I don't know. I feel like the townsfolk yeah. would be like, meh. So, yeah, he kind of loses favor with, like, the church and the townsfolk. So he's got to, like, rely on IOUs from very, like, select parties. Gotcha. It, he's kind of like, I'm cooking up something that'll make infinite gold. You want to you wanna get in on the ground floor of this? So, like, you know, these people that actually had money would give him IOUs and be like, how's the gold-making formula? And he'd be like, it's great. You know, he, spoilers, he never returned on investment. There's no liquid that splashes lead into gold. So he's kind of, like, using, like the gold transmutation as like an infinite return on investment. You just have to fund me now. See, here's the thing. Like you got to say, yeah, I made the gold, but the problem is I can't get it to sit still. So as soon as I made the gold go flying out the window and I got to catch it. And the last yeah. time I had a net, it went right through it. Beat the shit out of my kids. What yeah. do you want me to do? Silver. You got quick silver and speedy gold. Yeah, that's exactly. It's, it. it's like, uh, Zwick, can you beep this? You can be the second word of it. Speedy Gonzalez. Can't don't oh, oh, canceled. Can't do that. Canceled. <laughs> Believe that's so, uh, derogatory to the slow yeah. people out there. Yes. <laughs> so he's getting like debts amassed, and apparently, like at, at at some point, like I couldn't like nail down a year. Believe it or not, but at some point, like 
he owes too many people money or too many important people money and he just gets thrown in jail for seven years just being like, yeah, you're not doing what you said you'd do. Maybe if we throw you in jail, you start doing it then. You know what? Um, this is where America got it right. Okay. If you get rid of debtor's prison, you can just put people in life prison. For example, medical bills, college debt, all these yeah, things. Yeah. Like This so, is a huge amounts of money that like you can't escape it. But we're gonna keep making you work it off. You could be yeah, homeless. Yeah. That's that's not gonna go to too. yeah. You're you're not gonna go to jail for having a huge amount of debt. You will go to jail if you try getting rid of that debt by selling a plant. Right. Exactly. That's how they get you. Mm-hmm. Oh so, man, I gotta. You're telling me, Cody? I got all of these uh, all these morning glories I gotta get rid of that I've been selling. Not that plant. You're probably okay with that plan, okay. Travis. Until the government says it's not okay. I've got a slew. A I'm in Portland. I also have a slew of succulents I'm trying to move. That's a great sentence. Who wants a succulent? Reach out to Travis Legion. Yeah. Clear my student loans. Via succulent. One succulent at a time. Yeah, suck my student succulents. You know what I did to get rid of my student debt was not to go to college. Ah, uh, clever one. And now I work in a deli. <laughs> Still uh, a clever one. So he's incarcerated for seven years and he doesn't have the tools, but he does like get the brainstorming going for what he's going to do as soon as he at, as soon as he's out. And he has all these fantastical ideas. Half of them are cockamamie. Half of them don't even make sense. I have it in my notes here as a like total fabrication of fol- folklore that. Our boy Dipple prematurely discovered, uh, whatchamacallit? What Ejaculation? Nitro, nitroglycerin, Travis. Uh, so the other explosive up? fluid. Yeah. Nitroglycerin was invented nowhere near this guy. He's like, he was such a genius that he invented the proto version of it and blew up a fucking tower of Castle Frankenstein. But like a lot of history says that probably didn't happen because it was before that. And if you go and ask people from Castle Frankenstein, they're just like, we've never lost a tower to anything. It's but, been like, fine. It was, a, it was a very interesting like character thing that may have been like the church like slinging shit on him. I originally thought it was like, oh, he invented boomy liquid and is blowing up shit. Well, Don't give that guy business. Stay away from him. Well, I'm sure he came up with a better name than nitroglycerin for whatever exploded. He was probably just like, this is Goblin Boom Boom Juice. Goblin Boom Boo Juice. Boom Juice. I just call it Boom Juice. You know what I mean? Like, it, it rolls off. The Cody, tongue. that's not mythical enough. You got to throw an animal in there or a mythical beast. Dragon cum. Grr, ladies. Yeah, I mean, you drink gamer fuel or whatever. Sauce, boys. Woo! Hype sauce. You're you're Great. drinking exactly what I'm talking about. He's making. That's basically alchemy. Doesn't explode once it hits my like fucking epiglottis, Travis. Quick, come so- quick! Johann Dippel has made very special hype sauce for you. <laughs> so everyone's like looking at him. He's like, "You're making sauce that makes it shit go boom. You're supposed to be making sauce that makes people live forever, or." You know, turns like crap metal into good metal, or be able to concentrate on Fortnite for endless amounts of time. Yeah, eh. this is the PewDiePie Goblin Boom Boom Juice. Very important to not distinguish the two. So after like he spends like you know a lot of time at the writing bo- or you know drawing board in jail, he gets out uh, back in Castle Frankenstein. He makes something called Dipple's Oil. 
Now, okay. Dipple's oil is marketed to be many fucking things over the course of Dipple's life. It was pretty much, it just became what you were looking for, more or less. Is number one thing sexual? No. Okay. Check. Uh, Dipple's oil is essentially, uh, if you charred bones and hooves into a soup and let it cool, that's pretty much what Dipple's oil was. Oh, was. you mean Ooh. he was just, he was just, he was just slinging bone and hoof soup. Yeah. He was making bone and hoof soup, oh. but he was, his R and D scheme, very weak. His marketing tactics, hella strong. Like, right. He didn't like divide the budget. Well, guys, I so gotta like, tell you, forget this Dipple's oil. Go back to the roots of it. Bone and hoof soup from Bavaria. Oh, my Ooh. goodness. They love it over there. Pair that up with a white bread dumpling and you're in heaven. Isn't See, bone and hoof soup just glue? Yeah, yeah that's, I feel like that's you can what make, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you can make a very, very gourmet soup with bones. Oh, yeah. Okay. Marrow, they, they make sure, sure, but maybe not hooves. Yeah, uh, leave hooves the hooves too. out of it. I, you know what? It might the hoof might be the thing that fucked him up. He, 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 he may he might have had like a gourmet soup made of bones, and then like you know his fucking like teacher's assistant Igor like throws a hoof in and just ruins the rest of this guy's life because Dipple's oil was uh, thick, viscous, foul smelling. It reeked of rancid meat, which makes sense, and uh, creosote. And for those of you that don't know what creosote smells like, it's kind of like pine tar. So rotten meat, pine tar, fluid. So you're saying that he had one assistant that was just like, he was like, I'm not good side thing gets me some bones. He put them in. Yes, the I'm going to say yes. And then I'm when he came back, know. he was like, that's a hoof, not the bone. Why did you do that? It ruined everything. He's like, I, uh, that is horse toenail. You're going <laughs> to love this. Are you just like Ray Romano? And I'll be like indescript Norwegian man <laughs> pretending to be German. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's the rest of the podcast then. There's. So as I said, throughout history, or like just Dipple's life, the Dipple's oil pretty much just became whatever he needed it to be. Like there was ranging from like, oh, it's the imperfect or incomplete version of like, you know, the philosopher's stone juice. It'll make you live forever if you keep taking it. Subscription. Uh, still working out the oil making uh, lead into gold thing. It's crazy how people will subscribe to that stuff um, all willy-nilly. Forget the scientific mind. But what I'm saying is that people are just so gullible and ready to hand over money. Patreon.com slash roastmortemcast. Check uh -huh. it out. Yeah. Um, visit us there. Continue, Cody. Yeah. So, I mean, Cody... <clears throat> Gamer subs. <laughs> yeah. So it was pretty much whatever they wanted to be. He even like went so far as to call it a perfect substitute for the elixir vital, aka the elixir of life, which confuses me to the core. Because yeah. if you're an alchemist like searching for the elixir of life, why are you gonna say like I made it my own thing of it that's as good as it? Just say you found it. Well, he came out with the, the Pepsi to its Coke. Yeah, he was working on Mr. Pim, and it turned yeah. into Dr. Pepsi, and everything was Right, fun. except Coke never existed. Uh, so it's fun that way. Yeah. Yes. Just keep putting air in the tire, and then eventually it'll look like a baseball player. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, 
for people that weren't weren't in the market for eternal youth or eternal life. He just marketed Dipple's oil as kind of like a Vicks vapor rub, as an aromatic that cured diseases. So if you had a fever, you would have to just like crack open, you know what I mean, a flask of this stuff in the room. You don't have to drink it. Just like breathe in its vicinity for a while. And he said it could get a patient to sweat or cry out his sickness entirely. Okay, so that's fun because it reminds me of like a 90s sitcom where everyone's fighting over the remote because everyone wants to watch something different. You know, mm-hmm. the dad, the dad's like, that eternal life shit is, is nothing. You're all idiots for using that for eternal life. Dad, what are you doing? I'm using an eyedropper to put eight drops of this shit in my asshole so I can get it up. Okay? <laughs> yeah, blue chew. And they're like, well, come on, dad. Like, I want to live forever. And he's just like, shut up. I'm trying to fuck your mom once. <laughs> you know how it goes. I want to see a boner medication that involves an eyedropper and an asshole. <laughs> he would fucking probably do it. You know what I mean? He'd be like, put, I'd do it. He'd be like, put my oil up your ass. It'll scare out the, the erectile dysfunction demons that are inside you. Mm-hmm. He pro- If you said that in front of him, he'd be like, I got just the thing for you, Travis. That's how he was marketing his like, you know, homebrew oil. The psychology of that, like, you know, well, the guy said this fixes everything. So if I don't get it up, it's obviously you're just not attractive enough right now. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You you need some oil, okay? Why don't you I'm get a- some oil, Dorothy, okay? And then we'll have a good evening together. Until I mean, then, I think he, screw off. I think he's ahead of his time. Essential oils are very he's, in right now. I hear uh, eucalyptus can he's cure not, my no. acne and halitosis. And your childhood depression and like yeah. deep resentment. That's no. lavender, Cody. That's lavender. Oh, you got to buy the lavender box and amethyst. Excuse me. Hey, Guys. if you wanna if you wanna get in on this essential oil business I'm running, like you can be as successful as I am. How successful? Are you? you know. Well, you know, you have to. The more you sell, the higher you move very. up the company. Right. So, not very successful then, eh? I look at me. I'm all oiled up. But look, I'm sweating. That's sweat. That's not yeah. oil. Hmm. You know, you have to grease some gears in order to make a few dollars, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you need to grease a few gears to make an omelet, right, Travis? But anyway, if anyone's interested in becoming an associate for my essential oils, uh, bone soup oil, please hit me up. You can become an associate. I'm I'm like working my way to VP. We'll get there eventually together. Is it essentially? Yeah. <laughs> essentially bones. Just imagine a greased up you looking into a camera going, do you want to be as good as I am? Just good. Well, you know, essential doesn't mean like necessary, right? When it's uh, essential oils. Oh, yeah. It's it just means the essence oil. Yeah. So they're not important. That's important. Anyway, when your boy Dipple couldn't find somebody that wanted, you know, life everlasting or just, you know, a clean bill of health, he would offload his Dipple's oil to the local tanner as a tanning solvent. Okay. so <laughs> And those of you from uh, who aren't from Long Island probably know what that means, but those of you from Long Island, that is not for tanning beds. No, no. Like, there'd be a saddle made of, like, fucking animal hide, and he's like, oh, you splash my junk on it, it turns into leather. It gets yeah. rough, and you can... You know, resistant to wear. And I like how you meant, I I know this isn't how you meant to phrase this, Cody, but you're like, for those people not interested in eternal life or being healthy, imagine that sick son of a bitch where the product did work and still wasn't interested. 
Like, or I mean, it over-delivered. Nah, I'm good. Like it over-delivered. Uh, I can get rid of that cancer that's been very bothering you. Very yeah, much yeah. bothering you. It, ah, it like fine. cured his sniffles, but like the next morning he got shot by a crossbow and didn't die. <laughs> and he's like, this is not part of the end user license agreement. I want it to be uncongested. I mean, I don't know if I'd really want to live forever. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Here, the sweet spot is eternal youth with an opt-out. Yeah, you can just always off yourself. Yeah. How bad could things get? If you don't die naturally, you're just going to get caught in the vortex of some kind of sun burning forever. That sounds fun. You know what? I'm going to go with Tom on this one. All right. Ride it out, man. I, I haven't done that yet. You know I want to decrease my lifespan. Come on. Where's the pills, the, the juice for that? Imagine. It's cigarettes. It's, Those are called oh, cigarettes. All right. It's just holding, but instead of assets, it's peoples. I'm being right. a people forever. Continue, Cody. Uh, this stuff is also uh, said to uh, calm uh, hysterical pregnant women down, which is why people think Mary Shelley may have uh, been recommended Dipple's Oil because she was prego as fuck when she traveled down the Rhine. Um, this, believe it or not, uh, Dipple's Oil saw use into up until the 1940s, I'm going to say. Really? Not, not as a medicine, but as a small creature repellent. Nice. <laughs> and... It was classified as a harassing agent during the World War II camp, uh, African theater. So what, I'm not. What do you mean by it, harassing? What they'd spray it on the Germans? So you're telling they, me one of those '40s guys with like the old bug spray things, like with the 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 little like pump on it, would just be like, "Ah, you dirty krauts!" and fucking start mm, spraying them. It with was bone probably juice? the krauts saying really inappropriate words uh, to other yeah. people. Because after all, it is their oil. And after all, they do perceive, um, what, what was it called? An irritant harassing agent? A harassing agent. Right. Harassing. It can go a long way. Um, Here, here's, the, here's the sense behind classifying it as a uh, harassing agent. It's not that anyone died. Okay. So as a harassing agent, like combatants would spike a, a town's water supply with it. So there's no longer potable water in that town. It's kind of like a scorched earth thing. It's like, ah, you can't use this well anymore. So Wait, rude. the Nazis using it? I'm pretty sure it's the Germans because it's uh, okay. of German descent. But this also sounds like um, you said up until the 1940s. So the World Nazis II, yeah. are using it and they're known for their cruel and unusual punishment. So imagine that meeting where they're like, okay, boss. I have an idea. My grandma used to have this gross stuff she'd rub on her feet. And I would say, oh, grandma, that smells so terrible, it's harassing my noses. And what if we take this and put it all over the corn and put it all over the water? Yep. We're all going right, to harass Hitler, the shit I'd say A-OK. Hey, do you guys, uh, do you guys think no. maybe what we're doing is fucked up? No. We have to do it. Here's the, the here's the like the fucking logic behind what Tom says. Like eventually, some people were like, "How fucked up was it that oil oil was used to like destroy like drinking wells?" And it's not quite chemical weaponry. 
it's harassing weaponry. You see, you can still drink the water. You're just gonna hate doing it, and you might poop weird. Right. The same thing is like you can drink bear pee, but it's just gonna be bad tasting, and it might hurt you getting the bear pee. Right. In the you first might get place. some worms or something like that, but it's not gonna kill you. It's fine. It's fine. Unless you're Bear grills, in so, which case it builds stronger bones than that man. So you get. You, you can clearly see, Bear Grylls aside, that this is just a weird fluid that was made, and he just tried to find uses for it. It's not like it does what it's supposed to. It's like, this'll tan a hide if I can't find somebody to drink it. This'll keep small vermin away as an insect and like vermicide repellent. It's like, oh, it'll fucking get a, like watering hole to smell horrible and believe it or not there is also a like luxury use for dipples oil believe it or not and i'm saving this as the last thing not because it was the last thing used but because it's like the one resounding success of dipples oil and that's if you like mix it with potassium carbonate you get the berliner blau aka prussian blue very 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 famous dye uh, that is like still around today. Huh. Wait, dye for clothes? Yeah, clothing, textiles. Like, he even like set up a fucking factory in fucking Paris just to use like this baby blue dye. He is seemingly. So it was popular back then when he was alive. He was like, oh, I mix it with this. Yeah, I make great blue. Uh, not, I don't know if popular, but renowned. It was one of those okay. things like that, like. <sighs> This is a like beautiful royal. shade of blue, by the way. It's, wow. I just want to paint can, my house with this color. You can see why it's sought after then, Tom, right now. Yeah. I don't know if you, if you, if you want to use your special eyes to like paint the picture of the blue. It's powdery baby, I would like to say. No, it's not, it's not baby, really. It's deeper. It's more saturated, but it, uh, well, it's darker. It's not super saturated. There's like a gray presence to it. Also, keep in mind, yeah. me and Trav- Travis are both colorblind, but- doesn't mean I can't enjoy the colors with the rest of you. I stop at the blue light like every other man. Yeah, this blue looks here. just like grass. Yeah. Perfect. All right. This, so is, that is, this is the uh, dumbest. I think this is the dumbest thing we've done on this show. Describe a color with two colorblind right. idiots. But it, it's it's the one thing that like is successful. So it's just like, what's good about your juice? It's like, it's got a color. It's got color to it. That's cool, though. Dude, that's cool. Yeah. None of the juice I made. Mm. I, I used to make. Mustard and ketchup co- cocktails when I was a little boy, and I thought that I was pretty cool. That's mm-hmm. basically the marketing team for Mountain Dew. They just come out with a different color, and they're uh, like, Dude! I, I like that. Yeah, we put, you know, Blue 40. That doesn't make sense. We put Blue 14 into our Mountain Dew, and it's Baja Blast now. Yeah. It tastes better with that dye. It really does. Don't know what that says about me. But anyway, I said, like, the 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 Dipple's oil R and D team seriously got shafted when it came to the marketing team because Dipple got it in his head that he's like this is like you know the philosopher's stone juice so he made an honest to goodness offer to the ownership of Castle Frankenstein for a trade I'm just like I will give you my formula for the castle wow whole cat give me the whole castle and i'll give you my special juice didn't he already have the castle or he's just hanging it's out not there? his it's oh, not okay. his like it's it's this like family tree he gets a room somewhere like he 
you know, his family gets born there. But like, I want you to imagine like he's got like a great step uncle that like right. is owner of the castle. Right. And it, he's it, like, hey, like, uncle. In this area, it's all it's all actually Latins uh, who live there. So everyone's in one house and yeah. that's fine. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's developed. <laughs> Big family. Yeah, that's true. It's true. So he's like, I got this juice that will make infinite gold. I'll give it to you for the castle. And right there, you can either see Dipple's a moron or like the elixir doesn't work or Dipple doesn't understand basic economics. Because if Dipple's like, my thing can make infinite gold, I'll trade it for finite gold, a.k.a. the worth of a castle. You know what I mean? So the ownership of Castle Frankenstein would be just like, how about you use your special juice to get the gold and then just bring us the gold? Yeah, but you know that, what I mean? You know, that, that's how I would respond. You know, it's going to require some elbow grease. Okay? You're yeah. incorporating the sweat equity into the trade. Right. Capiche? Exactly. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm a busy man. I have to make another fluid that's going to turn some things into different things. I can't be making shit into gold all day. I have hay to make into burritos. I have Ooh. other things to do, sir. So give me the yeah. castle and we'll talk. Yeah, you guys ever hear of platinum? I'm going to turn that into ground beef, dude. And back I like and this forth. guy. Back Hire and this forth. guy. Excuse me, waitress. My two for ten nachos have platinum in them. <laughs> Take them away. I didn't want this. Look at the joke. Fridays, you can always get to people at Fridays because they're so busy, the waiters and waitresses. So you could sneak in your own $2 Bud Lights if you want. <laughs> and then you order Das Blooming Onion. They're not counting. Come on, guys, get real. They don't kill. Why is my Blooming Onion like baby blue? Not baby blue, but grayish blue. So these are his fucking Dipples Oil like antics and just like, eh, they're good. Uh, he starts falling out of favor of the church because th this is when like the tipping point happens because the church was usually like, hey, alchemy is kind of cool. Like it's like the building blocks God used Legos, Minecraft. But now Dipple's like, I fly in the face of God with this juice. You want to you want to live to like 144? Suckle this juice. And the church is kind of like, yeah, don't like you doing that all over there. So like they start doing their churchy ostracizing thing and like run him through like the rumor mill get like his business contacts broken and all that so but just so you know cody like he is getting a little bit of money f through like a, a parisian factory that's making his blue dye that's fantastic now let me let me just ask you a question so uh -huh. the church at this time they're now taking money to make sure that loved ones get into heaven right i believe that's where we're at. We're in the 1600s? Right. Yeah. yeah Germany. Shit's still happening. Luther. Right. So it's not a bunch of smart people at the church going like. No, this is the schism we've all heard about. It's just like, oh, yeah, money I don't, gets you. But what I'm saying yeah. is, is that they're like, oh, fuck. If this guy's right, we're not going to get as much money when these people don't stop dropping like flies. Oh, I didn't even like fucking planned obsolescence with the human like lifespan. That's that's interesting. <laughs> that's what shit. I'm saying. Like, you know, we're all right, we got X amount of people in this town and and, uh, you know, a percentage of them are supposed to die every year. Oh, they start living too long. No one's getting their cut. And God's not happy. 
Yeah, and then you have the mortuary union stepping in. They're like, hey, we need people dead. We haven't stuffed anyone in three weeks. I'll make your dead aunt look so purdy with fucking eyeshadow, cat eye eyeshadow. You know how clunky they were back then. I'll just staple the eyes shut so no worms come out of it. it? Yeah. Yeah, but there was that one guy in Munich that was like, hey, we're going to give you a smoky cat eye and then we're going to sew your nose up. Is this a gay joke or a fun thing? That was a fun Both. thing, dude. That Trick question. Same thing. Yeah. Same. Fun and gay. If I, dude, second I die, send me to the fun. Send me the queer guys. There's yeah. got to be the How dead about- queer guys. How is that in Before- a show already? How is that Before- in a show? Five gay guys get you looking good for- so God can damn you <laughs> in the afterlife. If you look fabulous enough, Jesus will give you a hall pass. <laughs> I, I like the segue of like post mortem treatment of bodies because Dipple, it's either Dipple starts doing it or the church starts calling him out for it or a combination of the both. But here is where we get into the cadaver experiments. Yes. And where we really get into like, ooh, Frankenstein inspiration territory. So, like, this is viewed as like a, a, a very like taboo thing. Like, that's not. God's will, you're fucking up. You can't be doing that type shit. And uh, just so you know, it is a fact that Frankenstein Castle has an open popper's grave for its dungeon uh, denizens. Now, what is an so open I, popper's grave? Is that um, is that another uh, gay this, thing? This might be me saying words wrong because of my accent. Popper's oh, grave. Poppers. Oh, oh poppers. mass grave poppers. for poppers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you poor... You poor, I'm going to throw you in that hole, dude. You don't even need yeah. to be dead. You'll die in there. There's rats Sometimes and shit. It, yes. They don't even care if you're poor. If you were just a dungeon person just, or in Frankenstein prison. It's just like if you die in here, you go in the pit outside. And that pit is something our guy tonight, Dipple, just walked by jokes, very often. Jokes on the owner. It was a ball pit. There were probably balls in that pit, Travis. There yeah, were definitely fun. balls in that pit. In the, in the Boston, eyeballs the Boston and, popper pit. The popper. Yeah. Popper. I got to work on my New York accent. Regular old dungeon of Chuck Cheese where you kid can play in balls. So, legend has it, Johann Conrad Dippel was that type of big idiot that thought the human soul was something you can touch. He thought it was an actual material. Nothing metaphysical. He thought it was the human soul is actually made of matter and exists in the world we can touch Smell, taste, and do thing, you know, interact with. So it's about the size here. of a Kalamata olive. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe bit, he could, like, big question here. What does it feel like? Is it goopy? He, he thought it was vaporous because when you died, it would leave your body and then go heavenward. Okay. So, so like, vape, gassy, like, but like, still made of matter. So, like, blowing fat clouds with your vape? He, no, he just thought it was just released throughout the entire being on death. And it went towards the heavens. Yeah, vape shop. Vaporous, yes. But the stupid thing is when he thought it was like physical material, he thought he could trap the soul and pipe it into a different dead body and have it come alive. See, this is where he's all wrong. The soul is bad, not the body. You can't take a dead car battery and put it in a different car and get it to work. Yeah. But he's thinking you you can take the charge of... A human, I think it's called like the Spark Vital, and put it in a different battery from one battery to another. Okay. 
which kind of makes sense, but like reality, no, you don't. You, like, no, you don't I know what you're this. saying. This I was happen. making a bad joke, and I tried no making one... it funnier and failed. You saw, right. you saw me piggybacking. You piggybacked into hell with me. Okay, let's bring good. this. Let's like come it. back up. Yeah, but see, here's the thing: is you were just a little too soon because now that Elon's going to be able to trans transfer our consciousness to the cloud, we could jump bodies, dog. I'll buy that before the funnel hose and copious amount of lubricant that Johan Conrad Dipple was using to get one soul f- from a body to another. Question, did he use his oil as the lubricant? No, because that's expensive. Oh, okay. Never mind. But he... Just some thought- Astro Glide down the throat? I had I wasn't joking. It has in his notes that the human transference of the soul is possible with a hose, a funnel, and lubricant. Mm. He has that in his notes written by himself. And there's two schools of thought that you can look into this. And one is that a hose, lubricant, and a funnel are some of the necessary accoutrement to transfer a soul from one body into another, or it's the only things necessary. And if it's the only things necessary, like the experiment has very little left to the imagination. It's just like, all right, you have a hose from a cadaver piping death farts into a other cadaver. This guy's Mr. Dipple. This guy's putting all right, here's the problem. It's clunky. What he's gotta do is just build a chair. Right? He's gotta build the chair. Too many moving so parts. He, so he can connect the Legos easier. Okay? He doesn't need all the goof and the go. You know, like this is not windshield wiper fluid. It's a soul. It comes out of the dick. We all know this. <laughs> is that where it's going? Because I'm just I feel drained as shit. I'm every, just imagining every time. I'm just imagining someone doing a fucking like beer bong fucking funnel. Like I wanna die and then be like like post post Malone does a fucking funnel of my soul and I turn into a rap boy. See, it sounds like he was confusing death farts with a human soul. Yes, what I want to. Yeah, look, you take the body, you put it in a sleeping bag, you beat it up and down, and then you get the other body to huff it. The dead one. You get the dead you get body the dead to huff. I think that's where huffing the, it. You jump that's on where the like funnel an accordion, comes in. And then while you yeah. hold the sleeping bag with the other mashed up bones in it, and then that's how you. The guy wakes up. He goes, Where have I been? The Matrix, you say, as he wakes up. And then you charge him 5,000 kroner. Yeah, and he's in a body that's, like, not really his. He's like, this one's left-handed, though. I can't get into my phone now because the face is different. <laughs> my fonger franks is not working on my phone. Could you imagine that, explaining to the guy at the 18th? Look, I was, a, I was different. I swear. <laughs> I wasn't always a giant blonde woman. I'm new now. I was... I was a young boy that got old and died. And now I, I'm this lady and I need to get into my phone. My got, look. my Roblox account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me speak to your manager. They'll understand this. The managers at AT&T stores always do. So at this time, he's in Frankenstein Castle trying to like, you know, fucking plum plumber like one soul of a fresh corpse into a less fresh corpse. And while he's doing this and helping himself to the pauper's grave at Frankenstein Castle, a local cleric started the rumor that Dipple was taking these bodies and trying to reanimate them with lightning bolts. 
nah, uh. you see what's going on. But Dibble's like, no, I'm actually hooking hoses and funnels up to them, you dumb cleric yeah. man. Like, uh, trying, fuck you. Trying to reanimate them with lightning bolts is way cooler than sticking funnels in their butt. I, <laughs> and here's the thing, Travis. I think our boy Conrad Dipple realized that because he started doubling down on the church's accusations. Okay. Because they seemed they seemed cooler than the shit he was doing. So like when like this cleric was like, you reanimate corpses with lightning bolts, Dipple was just like, shit, I do. Maybe I do. <laughs> you know Could what you I mean? Imagine like, halfway yeah. through thought like that, like he's gonna yeah. correct someone, just like, hey, you you bring back bodies with electric No, no, that's not what I do. What I do is I sand them uh, down and Oh yeah, no, I use lightning yeah, bolts. Yeah, and then he turns on he turns on his ninety-two civic and just like grabs the fucking car battery jumpers, <laughs> like yeah. sticks in the guy's nipples. Oh yeah, dude, he's gonna come back to life. He's gonna catch so him on the way of- from the store. I guess I don't need these forty-seven canes of sauerkraut. Oh, I could just man. zap them now. It's like, oh wait, positive goes on the left nipple. Excuse me. <laughs> so like. The church like begins swilling all this rumors out, like, oh, he reanimates corpses with lightning bolts. He keeps the company of the actual devil. He, you know what I mean? Like deals in arcane knowledge. Dipple heard all of this. And he's like, that's cooler than what I do. So he just doubled down on all these church rumors that are supposed to get him like ostracized. And right. You know, he's wearing, he gets ostracized for agreeing that he keeps the devil as company. He's like, hey, he comes by every Tuesday. It's great. He's right. He's guy. grown out his soul patch. He's wearing Nightmare Before Christmas t-shirts. He's uh, got <laughs> fingerless gloves. He kills his uncles who have had Japanese training with the katana. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's that level. That's an inside joke. Wait, but, I thought you, you said know. you had seven uncles. It's really Dude, nine. Two of them are dead. One of my yeah. uncles like owns a Spencer's, and we I get to see what comes out next month before you do. Whenever they send uh, defective shoes, I get to wear them behind the door. Check out this pickled Rick hat. We're riffing on a real life person that has become a roast mortem character, and I love Tom's pseudonym for him of James. Yeah, or James, no, James Yankee. Bleep James that Yankees. shit. Bleep the first one. Yeah, James Yankee. Just, just <laughs> Zwick. You have fun. He's already <laughs> bleeping stuff. Uh, so doubling down on all these things, he actually gets ostracized from Germany. He actually finds a tough home because all the other people have uh, his reputation precedes him. So like other countries like Sweden and Holland are like, no, you're that blasphemer that does lube things to corpses and he can't find a home after uh i believe the reason he has to leave is forgive me on this the wording was weird but all the wording says he killed a man during a duel and i found that very strange because it seems like there was something complicated and messy about it because if it was an honest to goodness up and up duel you don't kill a man you just win the duel well you know what i mean well well no Travis, i mean feel? So, uh, so with du- this is some actual history, Doug. Ba- it oh, depends. No. Uh, it depends. Back in like the 1700s and earlier, there a lot of times they would duel to the death. It wasn't until it wasn't until I'd say like the 18th century into the 19th century where they would f- be first blood duels. Right. So, right. As soon so as- the weapon, like the weapon 
Tom and I, I used think it was a fence. rapier. No, Tom and I used to or, fence. Well, that was the actual weapon. Uh, the rapier was the actual weapon. Tom and I used to fence. We fenced Epe. And Epe right. is basically like, you just have to touch them. It doesn't matter where on the body. It doesn't even have to be on your chest. And that just means that you drew blood. It's and the, the duel's big, over. It's the big truck on the road that never goes off-roading. Truly, that's what it is. Like, the Epe's the, the heavier joint. But the foil's the one that gets you. Because it's only yeah. in the cock and balls can you win. Yeah. Right. I'm not... I'm not doubting that he managed to kill a guy. I'm doubting how clean the duel was because usually if a duel goes as expected, like, oh, that guy won, you just, you don't say like so-and-so killed a guy during a duel. Right. You say that, you say that dude won the duel, but something unclean happened and history knows it as he killed a guy. Dipple (laughs) killed a guy during a duel and had to go in hiding. You don't. If the duel's honorable and on the up and up, you kill the guy. You don't need to go in hiding. Right. But he this has to guy's, go. To, this guy's picking up the something. rapier and he's like doing the spark plugs like behind his back and fucking. Yeah, probably something to do with that stinky Voldo oil shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe that's it. People thought like, oh, he keeps the company of the devil. He cheated. You know what I mean? He got arcane insight on how to like yield his rapier better. But anyway, he has to go in hiding. He can't find. Uh, Really, a place to live because everyone like pre exiles him or aka doesn't let him into the country. I think Holland is just like, you can't be here because you do weird things with lube and corpses. Um, he does keep afloat by lecturing on astrology and chiromancy. What's chiromancy? Palm reading, Travis. <laughs> ah. So he's doing some uh, new age ahead of his time stuff to uh, keep the lights on or keep the candles lit. Guys, if I ever like lose a hand in an accident, that's the first thing I'm doing. <laughs> what reading? with the hand that you lost? Yeah, or... I'm gonna go right into a palm reader place. I'll be like, "What's my future look like?" And when their head explodes or something, or you know, I get kicked out, that would be funny. We should, we should all next time we're all together, we should go get our palm read. That's fun. We should do it. The the, yeah. the trick is you have to always yes and what the chiromancer says. You know what I mean? So if like the chiromancer is just like, oh, I, I, I sense great tragedy in the last eight years of your life. You just be like, yeah, how do, how do you know? How do you know? I knew so that. So you, you pretty much just fuck their cold reading and Barnum statements up. My goodness. It's like, yeah, I, I was an Eskimo from like ages four to 16. <sighs> so anyway, your boy Dipple, just Johan Conrad Dipple, sets up a lab because I, I guess... His, his extended fam at Castle Frankenstein was just like, you got to go. You can't come back here after you kill that guy. So he sets up a, an honest-to-goodness lab near the town of, excuse me, Wittgenstein? Sounds Wittgenstein. good. Sounds Not legit, dude. Um, and because his lab is further recluse now, like in Frankenstein, like, you know, the servants and the family would be like, hey, Diffle, what you doing? And he'd like... Show them like whatever gross shit was on his desk. Johan, I hope you're having fun with your friends. Could you turn down your Rob Zombie? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now he's like, fuck you, Dad. I'm going off the grid. Yeah, and he puts up like Kingdom Hearts posters on his walls and he gets the platform shoes with the big zippers. Right. And he's, dyes he's his hair purple. Wearing the Guy Fox mask and all that jazz. Every time he's about to charge up his, his voltage, he's like, Oh, can you see that from my eyes? Wake me up. Wake me up. Save me. 
She's like, I'll so, save because you. Because he had his own lab that was even more reclusive. Like local ministers were like, that guy's grave robbing and bringing like fucking like hamstrings back to life and keeping the devil's company. And uh, I alluded earlier, like this is when he's just like, yeah, I keep the devil's company. He tells me how to make the elixir of life, and I I know how to do that now because I I I uh, hung out with the devil. So like he is going on record saying like he has in fact hung out with the devil, pulled arcane knowledge from him, and in exchange uh, offered up his soul. So he is a self-proclaimed dealer with the devil, just Excellent. to make his like scientific forays seem more credible. All right, uh, that's fun. Most people that I know who claim to have made a deal with the devil, not good company, okay? Don't know how to butter rolls. Uh, usually living <laughs> off not their money. Mm-hmm. Usually pretend to be a vampire for a while. It's not fun. It's not good. Uh, they are a menace to society. Should be stopped, but there's nothing I can legally do. Just throwing it out there. If you see one of these people and you have an opportunity to not save them from a, from a drowning situation, go for it. I'm just ima- I'm just imagining a man at Red Lobster trying to butter his roll, and the devil's just like invisible devil's just smacking the fucking knife out of his hand. <laughs> no, no, watch your cobs. It looks good. Watch it your fucking good. cobs. Or like when you're drunk and trying to like charge your phone into like an Edison outlet, and you feel like there's always somebody like swatting your hands away. Do you guys ever from have getting that- like the proper alignment? Do you guys ever have that thing where you like you're dreaming and you don't you can't use your phone in the dream? Like, you have your phone in your hand, but everything just keeps moving around and you feel like a stupid idiot. Oh, I ha- I have it where, like, I swipe right and it's the same page. Like, it's my home screen no matter how many times, like, I swipe right or left. Oh, uh, Cody wants to fuck himself. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's what that... No, I want to <laughs> fuck my phone. I think that's what that's saying. So, again, we have Dipple, like butting heads with the church and at this time in dipple's life we're up there nowadays uh like think of him as his 50s 60s and he's about to croak towards like the latter latter years of dipple's life he is so unenthused with the concept of god not because of how he was treated and how the church did him dirty he was pretty much like god exists but uh the stuff he let me get away with in my labs he can't be a kind and just God. So okay. he's like entirely indifferent to the concept of God. He's like, he may exist, but given the fact that I haven't been smote after like pulling like death farts from one corpse and shoving him to another and like, you know, getting pregnant women to breathe in rancid bone broth, he's not around. So he so has he- matured. He has <laughs> taken all of the kingdom hearts. Yeah. Evanescence, all that's all of his wall, and now he's into black metal slash deicide morbid angel material. Okay, not because somebody shattered his will, because he shattered his own will. That's what I'm he's saying. Like, no, like, but he's still no like, oh, God, it's God, this. but that guy's bad. Like you guys tried to get me to stop making my oil, and you called me a meanie. And if that guy's real, then he hates you too. How's that? Well, sound? That, like Slayer, that was- Tom kind of shit. That was that was a big moment in the Enlightenment. I, I don't quote me on this. I believe it was John Locke and a few of these other philosophers that were just like God exists, but he just basically made the universe and said like whatever. 
and is just like watching. Yeah, because I believe, according to some scriptures, God like made the universe where there wasn't free will. And he was all bummed out because it's just like, oh, this is an orchestration or a play yeah. that, you know what I mean, doesn't have any excitement to it. So he's like, let me make idiots that can disobey me now. And we'll see how much like fun the whole religion thing when when you when you add inebriated monkeys to it. Well, I mean, it's it's the difference between playing like uh, GoldenEye against AI and then like I don't know, uh, playing against real people PvP. Gotcha. So uh, the summer before his death, he claimed he got the new juice. He perfected his uh, Dipples oil. The, you know, the as-seen-on-TV version of the Elixir of Life. And there's that and one like, guy who's reading the newspaper with the ad in it who's just bought so much of it, spent his entire fucking salary for a year <laughs> and just eating the shit. And he's just reading the morning paper like, what the fuck am I eating then? God damn it. Yeah. And he's it, like, it, it, Martha, get the clippers. There's a coupon. <laughs> it's how I would feel if, like, you know, I think we said on the Bernie Madoff episode, when Bernie was, like, really desperate, he, like, invented an imaginary super account that had, like, super, like, return on investment. And right. all of his, like, longtime loyal, like, investors were like, what the fuck? Yeah, what do you mean? You could do more? I mean, that's how it must have felt in the 90s when, uh, you know, they had Nintendo and then Super Nintendo comes out and you're like, God damn it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Or would, you just put, or would you just put some toast in the toaster and it's about 30 seconds in and then your dad comes home with bagels. And it's like, fuck. Well, I've got to eat the toast now. I can't waste not want not. God damn it. I, don't, I mean, yeah, it's marble swirl, so I like it, but I'm looking at a dozen of bagels. <laughs> so aged 61, he got up there. Our boy invents the new juice, as I said earlier. The, the 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 new and improved Dipples oil that is pretty much the as seen for TV version of uh, the elixir vitae, aka the legendary chemical uh, elixir of life. So, age sixty one, he says, I got this new juice that will literally add seventy four years onto my lifespan. Don't at me. So he's sixty one, and he's like. The new bone grossness, the new hoof and bone grossness will double my lifespan. See you, posers. Can't have it. Not for sale. Well, this is the problem with anyone that has health claims of living a long life or apocalyptic claims is you have to. It's a dumb scheme. You, you Instead of picking something where it's like a set time limit, you just should say something like arbitrary that like may or may not happen. You know, like. No, here's why I think it's good, Travis. I'm coming from a different angle here. You're going to die. And when you die, you're sticking it to a lot of people. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, I'm 60-something, and I'm going to live to 150-something. Well, just watch. And then when you die, everyone goes, well, fuck, I didn't buy any. I'm glad I didn't buy any of that shit. (laughs) Or the other way around. Here's just the like, thing. I can't believe I, I tried this. I've been feeding to my children. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. If, if you're in Dipple's shoes and you make such a venture, you don't get to live to regret it. That's true. Right. You and, don't get to live to regret unless it. Unless you believe in the afterlife, which he obviously did in some respect because he met the devil. That's true. 
There you go. I like Travis punching big meaty holes into uh, the current logic at the table. So here's the here here's the hilarity of uh, his death at age sixty one. He's like, I got the new juice that can get me to one hundred and thirty five. Travis asked me how he died. How did this oil making electrocuting uh, simp boy die? Not living. An extra 74 years, living an extra few weeks, he died April 25th, 1734, at the ripe old age of 61. So his claims of doubling his natural lifespan were immediately shut down. Wait, that's not years? He just calculated wrong. That's not years? That's seconds. I I forgot to carry the eight. No, the printing press was pretty new. He wrote years. He wrote days, but uh, he meant to write write years. Or you know how, like things or you know how like in like some timings like people like put the seconds as like the one quotation mark and like the micro set or like i already confused myself and i think it's minutes are like the single oh the colon and the semicolon or whatever something to that effect i don't know what's time let's get away from that time is a construct uh, some accounts say he died from a simple stroke his contemporaries who knew him better say like that dude was gulping something that kept animals away as a repellent. He was gulping something World War II combatants used as a harassment agent. He was drinking tanning fluid, for fuck's sake, Mm. which is why he died at 61. Uh, All of his ingredients, I I wrote some of the scarier shit down. Excuse me. Butron nitrolite, methylamine, dimethylvalmeride, Heavy fucking metals that have no business being in human anatomy. Cody, you say heavy metals. I say the ingredients of uh, Skittles. Because I might as well be. You look at the back of a Skittles package. A lot of dyed moxie. A lot of dyes. A lot of Latin that you can't understand. So 80 years post-mortem, as I said, Mary Shelley toured said area of Germany on the Rhine. She was pregnant. Maybe she was given Dipple's oil. Because it's part of like the things it alleviates is birth pains and discomfort. And she definitely saw and heard of Frankenstein Castle and its people. Because, you know, the Rhine goes right through that fucking area. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say Mary Shelley was at least bending the truth when she said, you know, the narrative of Frankenstein came to her in a dream. Okay. Uh, a dream, by the way, she had uh, during the fucking Lord Byron episode. I, I remember... Uh, she's in like this rainy mansion. She she's spending a rainy weekend in a mansion with like Lord Byron, the guy who made dr- the guy who inspired uh, an iteration of Dracula and Mary Shelley. So like she's like, oh, it came to me during that weekend I spent so, at Lord Byron's so, mansion, but it's just like probably not. So I think that we need to actually roast Mary Shelley because um, obviously this is more of a direct. Um, Inspiration for Frankenstein because he lived in fucking Frank Casa de Frankenstein, right? Casa de Frankenstein. But uh, I remember on the Fugger episode, we actually talked about another guy um, who was fucking with Nickel. And I, in my research on that one, um, that guy was also an inspiration for Frankenstein. So this is we got to dig a little deeper, boys. Super interesting because, like, the other half I have in my books, in my notes, rather, is a gentleman called Giovanni Aldini, 
And he's, I said earlier, he's like the lightning half of the Frankenstein rumor. But uh, he is a distinct guy on his own that I might do an episode on because at one point he was world famous for getting an oxen corpse to shit after it was dead with electricity. Whoa! That's pretty fun. That's a good squeeze. That that's like a that, that's when you hire the Stevo mortician. Yeah, he said he, he he hooked up the cathodes to the dead ox's diaphragm, and that blew a turd across the room. So. Well, that's as good as being alive, isn't it? Isn't that all we're doing anyway? <laughs> it, it is a process of it. It is a homeostatic process of pooping that this guy managed to get a dead cow to do. Do you so. ever, on your daily day, going about your business, you ever think of like, if I die right now, how will my death shit smell? Like, do I want yes, it to be? Yes, or really how much shitty? would it be? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's probably gonna smell good. I'm doing this weird fast thing, so like I might be empty half of the time. I might be not. It's oh, gonna dribble be- out. You're gonna have a, sh- a few die shoot out of your butt. It's gonna roll a six. I've basically just been shooting uh, dimple oil uh, because dimple. of this uh, fucking keto diet. So much grease. Yeah, which- where are you getting the hooves, Travis? Ugh. Well, look, this has been a great way to start and end the show, talking about our bowel movements. <laughs> so I'd like to thank everyone who made it Quality past the first four here. minutes of the show. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for making it here to the end of the show. Cody, thank you for the research. Travis, uh, you're looking great. I am the polyp in the rough. Right. Thanks to the Patreon people, patreon.com slash rosemortem. We, uh, we want your money. That's all. And, uh, yeah, go to the store. We have a store, roastmortemcast.com. Yeah, Yeah. we've got some big changes coming soon. Stand by, dogs. Uh Uh-oh, he's dropped. He's teasing. Teasing, Tom. Yeah, next episode, I'm going to identify as a woman. It's going to be awesome. That's it, yeah. Uh, Big changes. Tammy Saltman. That's right, Tammy Saltman signing out here. Thank Shane. Thank you. Uh, Tracy, Tracy Lee. Bye. Oh, I like that. Uh, Tracy Lee. Oh, what's the female version? I guess the female version of Cody is just Cody. Yeah. You suck. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm-hmm.